Bokatov, today's daf is daf. I involve. <laughs> I involve in the Durham. <laughs> We're in the middle of discussing the machlokas between Rabbi Lezer and the Chachamim. The Chachamim, we possibly might say that <clears throat> um, if a man tells his wife, um, I'm going out of town and any of the Durham make while I'm out of town um, are to be broken, Rabbi Lezer says they can be broken. Everybody agrees that you can't confirm them while you're away if you didn't heard about them yet. And he's also talking about the future. We talked before about can you break an edit that you haven't heard by saying any of them that you may have made till now I'm breaking. But that's after the fact. You were talking about before the fact she hasn't made an adorm yet. I'm going to be going out of town if you break any of the dorm while I'm away. Everybody agrees you can't confirm them. Right? But, um, but the question is, can you break them in advance? In other words, can you cancel them? Rabbi Lezer says you can. The Chum say you may not. As the Chum say, the Mishnah, Mishnah says, says, if you could be Makai, if you can confirm it, you can break it. If you can't confirm it, you can't break it. Rabbi Lezer says, no, it's a Kavachomer. If you can break something after the fact, after it's in effect already, I can cancel effect. Certainly, I could prevent it from happening in the first place. That was Rabbi Lezer's drasha. And we went back and forth yesterday trying to prove the following question. We understand the Machlokas, but when Rabbi Lezer says that it that he prevents it from happening, that if you if you break the matter in advance, it doesn't mean that it's chal for a second, so if somebody else says, I want to be like her, I'm making the same matter, that it's chal, that it, it, it has an effect on the second person, because chal for a second, then it's broken, or that is it prevented from happening at all? It never took place. So when she makes it and she says, I'm in a zero, it doesn't know, according to Blazer, it's broken. It, it never happened. It, 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 was, it was ochre, it, it never started. Not it was ochre, it never started at all. In other words, he annuls it in advance so that it never took place. That's the machlokas we have over here, trying to prove. So, so we have the machlokas for Blazer and the Chalman, whether you can break an editor in advance. Blazer says you can, Kabachomer. If you can break something after it started already, after it's in effect, after it's already stringent and, and, and controlling her, certainly you could prevent it from happening. That's Rebbelezer. So the Chum said, no, you can't do it in advance. But when Rebbelezer says you can prevent it, doesn't mean totally prevent it, or it means it was Chal for a second. Tashma, this is where we're up to. We had a proof yesterday from the mikvah. They tried to say that you see from the mikvah, you can't learn Kalvachomers like that because by the mikvah, it happens after the fact. After your tummy, you can go into the mikvah, but you can't go into the mikvah preventively, right? As you said, you know, you can't go into it. What's the word you used yesterday? Pre, pre, no, preemptively. You know, it's preemptively. You can't go, you can't do it as a preventive measure. I'm going to go to the mikvah now. So if I, in case I come into contact with a dead animal later on, I won't be telling me. It doesn't work that way. So you see your Kavachom doesn't work. We tried to prove from that, does it prevent it totally or not? And at the end, we said, we're not really sure what the, the Chum weren't really sure what Reb Lezer meant. We're trying to find out what Reb Lezer mean. Does he mean it doesn't happen at all? It's totally the, the, uh, the uh, when he breaks it before he leaves town, it's, he cancels it so that it never took effect. <laughs> totally, he shields them from, you know, from the, the, uh, the dorm from ever being Chal, or is it Chal and then it's broken? Tashma. We're smack in the middle of Ayin Vava Aleph, about six lines from either the top or the bottom. Tashma, Amalara Blazer, Mazran. The Pusik says, I'll call Zera Zeru Tahur. If you have something planted in the ground, it's Tahur. It's not Tame if it's if it's attached to the ground. So it says, Amalam Blazer, Mazran Tame. If you have a Zera, if you have seeds which are Tame, they became Tame, they came in contact with a dead animal. Kivan Shazar Makaka, once you plant them, Tahur, they become Tahur. So, and yet, Zerum Baumdin, if they're already planted, certainly they cannot accept Tumah, they cannot become defiled if they're already planted. 
says if I if I have the pasuk says that if you have seeds that are tummy and you plant them, they're tar. So certainly if they're already planted, if they're in the ground and they touch something tummy, they doesn't become tummy. So you see a kavachomer there. And there it must be that they never become tummy. Think about it. He says, well, well again, Rabbi Lazar said this kavachomer. If something can become purified after a certain event, going to the mikvah, in this case, we're talking about if you had seeds which are tummy, which are planted, now they become tar. So certainly if they're already planted, they are prevented from becoming tummy. Well, this means that they that the tumor was not doesn't mean that if they're already planted and they touch tummy, it's tummy for a second, and then it's not, because what's going to be matara then? And it's if being planted in the ground prevents them from becoming tummy. So you can't say it prevents them from becoming tummy for a second and then it gets canceled, because <clears throat> why does why would it get canceled? What cancels them? Put it being in the ground cancels them. Can't say that it, they become tummy for a second and then they are not, and then they are. Uh, then they become purified. What would what would purify them then? What's purifying them is that they're in the ground, so they it never took tummy at all. They never came tummy So you see that when Rabbi says his kavachomer, and he says if something which was already effective can be canceled, whether it's tuma, whether it's uh, a, a neder, can be canceled. Certainly, it can be canceled in advance. <laughs> and cancel events means being prevented totally from ever having an effect, as we see in the case of Zoran. But the, the yeah. seeds are tummy until you put them in the ground. That's right. They're tummy when they're you put them in the ground. That's right. They're that's right. They're, they're tummy when you put them in the ground. So certainly if they're in the ground already, if they're in the ground already, they are prevented from becoming tummy. That's what Rebbe Lezer says. Well, if they're in the ground already, something's planted in the ground and, and a dead uh, animal touches them, they become tummy? No. No. Why? It's a kalvachomer. If you would take seeds which are our tummy now, and you put them in the ground, you plant them in the ground, that in effect purifies them. So certainly if they're in the ground already, they can't become Tomei. There's your Kavachomer. It's not the fact that you're putting them in the ground that makes them become Yes, it is. They, they change. No, well, no. They putting, change. They're not the same thing Yeah, it, even as soon as you, you plant them. No, the as soon as you like put them in, as soon as you plant them in the ground, they become Tahar. Even if they, yes, they're going even to change. If they don't germinate? Even if they don't, as soon as you put them in the ground, they're tar. Correct. Because they, they're going to be in the, I mean, if you put them in a box in the ground, then prevent it. But once they touch uh, the earth inside the ground, they become tar. That's the process. However, however the process starts, germinating, you know, it, it's at one-tenth of one billionth of one percent started or whatever. As soon as it starts, it's tar. So that's the idea. So that's his Kavachomer. So you see that when he meant to say, if something which is already in effect can be canceled, certainly can be prevented from happening, means totally prevented, not that it's chal for a second, because if it would be, if you mean to say the kalvachomer is, well, once it's in the ground, it doesn't become tummy, but it's tummy for a second, then what took it out of its state of tumma? It's the ground which is which prevents it. So it's totally prevented, and that's the proof that Rebbe Lezer holds. Still, the Rabbanan, though they disagree, Rabbanan lo dashi kalvachomer. So the Rabbanan, who say what? That you can't cancel the the nadarim in advance. Why not the kavachomer like Rabbi Lazarus? If I can cancel it after the fact, certainly I should be able to prevent it from happening. They have such a kavachomer. You know, a man can not only marry off his daughter until what age? Until the age of twelve and a half. Until what age can he sell her as a maid servant, as an amah ivria? He can sell her until twelve. When does she go out? 
when does she automatically go out? Either, either after six years, like a regular evidivri, an amavri is really like an evidivri, either six years or her 12th birthday, whichever comes first. Okay, so can he sell his daughter when she's after 12 years old? So the Gemara says, like, now or when she's an hour, meaning between the age of 12 and a half, I'm a Kavachomer. Mahurik far if she was already sold before when she was nine or ten. Yotza, she goes out with her twelfth birthday. Ain't machur if she wasn't sold before. Ain't a bin certainly she can't be sold now. If she was sold before, she goes out on her twelfth birthday. So certainly she can't be sold after her twelfth birthday. That's his kavachomer. So you see, you see a kavachomer like that. If somebody was in a state and they're canceled by that state, what canceled in this case her twelfth birthday? So certainly if she wasn't sold. Her 12th birthday prevents her from being sold. If 12th birthday takes her out of bondage, so certainly the 12th birthday prevents her from being in. So you see the Kava, the rabbis hold of this Kava Homer too. Why, why, is, why, do we, why does the Gemara ask from this Kava Homer and not from the case of the seeds that we just mentioned? Don't they hold of that too? So the Ron says, because it could be, we're not sure what the Rabbanon hold about the seeds. It could be that they hold of some other drasha. Could also be that they hold that the Pusik itself that says, I'll call Zera Zerua Zerea Tauru. It could be they say that's what the Pusik means. Not only if you plant it, but anything that's in the ground is not Tame. Whether it was Tame before or Tame or, or not Tame, if it's in the ground, it's not Tame. It's not based on a Kalva Homer. If, if the putting it in the ground cancels the Tuma, so certainly could prevent, if it's in the ground already, prevents it from coming Tame, maybe that's what the Pusik means. So we're not sure about that. But here, everybody holds in this Russia. How do you know that a girl who's already 12 years old cannot be sold? Here's your 12th birthday gift, dear. Here's a little necklace, and you're being sold into slavery to John over there, you know? Uh, uh, how do you know you can't do that? Because if she was already a slave before, when she was 11 years old, her 12th birthday she goes free. permits her, she goes free, takes her out of bondage, so certainly it prevents her from becoming sold in the first place. That's your Kamakam. So you see the Rabban Hall, the Kavachomer too. More Sayyidina Hanami. We're on in the days now. End. The shiny the reason why over here, if the if you could break a netter after, if you can cancel the netter after it's in effect, certainly you could be able to break it from happening before. It's different because here we got a positive. The man can confirm it, the, her husband can, can confirm it, and he can cancel it. If it's capable of being confirmed, it can be broken. If it can't be confirmed because it didn't happen yet, everybody agrees that it can't, even the Reb Lezer agrees that it, that it can't be confirmed yet. If it can't be broken. So that, it's not that the Rabbanan disagree with him in Svara, it's they agree with, disagree with him because based on a Pusik. And therefore, so now the Ran says, so what about all this Gemara that we had yesterday? About the Kabbalah Homer, learn the Kabbalah Homer this way, learn the Kabbalah Homer that way. Very simple, they have a Pusik. The answer is they were trying to tell Reb Lezer like this. Yeah, you have Kavachomers, but the Kavachomers can be overridden by a Pusik. Yeah, you have a Pusik that says something you do. You don't say Kavachomer, uh, if I'm busy, I'm not going to put on film. Pusik says you got to put on film. You can't say, Kavachomer, I'm not going to keep Shabbos. Pusik says you keep Shabbos. So what the Chomer is saying is that sometimes you can have a Kavachomer like by the mikvah. You know, you could also say the Kavachomer, if the mikvah cancels Tumah, certainly it should be able to be prevented from Tumah. But the answer is the Pusik says otherwise. The Pusik, right? You might say, and as far, if you didn't know the halacha, you might say, if a, if the mikvah can cancel the tumah, right? If, if the mikvah can purify me, so certainly it should be preventive. I should be able to use it preventively. We know that that's not the case, right? You can't go into the mikvah and advance and say, I'll go to the mikvah so that if I become tumah, it'll prevent it. 
Why do we know that? Because the Pasik says so. The Pasik says, if you're holding on to the sherets, the dead sherets, while you're in the water, you're a tummy. It doesn't, doesn't prevent you from becoming tummy. It's only after the fact. So I got a Pasik. So what he's saying is, is that you're right, Rabbi Lazar. You've got all kinds of Kalvachomers. Uh, you can go Kalvachomers from today till tomorrow. But if you have a Pasik which counters that, you got to go with the Pasik. And the same thing over here. Uh, I, have a, I also have a couple of homers like that, but I got a Pusik which says otherwise. Pusik says he show you can for And everybody agrees that it can't be confirmed because it's not been confirmed yet. There's nothing, you can't confirm something that didn't happen yet. It's not here. Everybody agrees, even Rabbi Lazar agrees. If you say Aaron Kayaman, it's a Dadadarm Shlobolcham, and you can't, be, you can't confirm something which isn't here. I confirm what you just said. You didn't say it yet. Why do I know what you're going to say? You can't confirm something, but maybe I could break, cancel in advance based on the Kavachomer. Kavachomer might be a good Kavachomer. I got a positive. That's the answer. Okay. Next Mishnah on Ayin Vavam Abayz. Hafar Sadarm Kalayom. We've said all along that a husband can break. When can a rabbi cancel an editor? Datar Sadarm. Anytime. Anytime. You can cancel my friend, right? So what about breaking the netter? A husband or a father, when he breaks the and he cancels the netter, how long does he have? From the day that he heard it, that day only. So the Mishnah says, brings down a machlokas here. Afar Sadarim, or at least we have in the Gemara, right? We're going to see Afar Sadarim Koli on the whole day. You have the whole day to break the netter. Yesh B'dabal Hekelachamah. There's a Kula and a Chumra here. It doesn't really mean Kula and Chumra. It means that when you say that day, sometimes that works out, you got a lot of time. Sometimes it works out, you got very little time. How so, right? Let's say she made a netter on Friday night. Right, something happened with the cooking and the cholent, whatever, and she made better. Never make, never going to eat this stuff again, right? She made better. Yay for, but he could break it that night. Shabbos, so we almost have to break it all day. until Matzah Shabbos, until Avdala. He could break it. He's got almost like twenty-four hours, right? Nadra im but let's say she made the netter right after Shalashudas. Shabbos was almost over. How much time does he have? Very little. Only till Shabbos is over that day. The day starts at night, as we know, right? Nodim Chashecha, Mefrach Lotech, you gotta only break it until it gets dark. Shim Chashecha, or Shim Shim Chashla, if it got dark, and when Shabbos is over, the Lohef, and he didn't break it yet, ain't no Chalik can't break it anymore. This Lushan we'll see is trying to tell us that it's trying to teach us two things. Number one, why does he talk about Friday night? What's the difference if it's Wednesday night or Monday night? It's the same thing. He has, in other words, he has that day. That day means whatever that day is. Like if you made a netter right now at uh, five o'clock in the morning, you only got till the end of the day. If you made a netter last night, Sunday night, it would also be at 20 hours. Why do you talk about Shabbos? The teachers, as we're going to see in tomorrow's daf, are you allowed to break in Dharma on Shabbos? Hatara Sadarim going to the rabbi. Do we ever do Hatara Sadarim on, on Shabbos when we do it every year before uh, Rosh Hashanah, before Yom Kippur? You could do it anytime, right? You could do we we do a minute. Some people do it every Kippur, some do it every Shoshana, some do it between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, whatever. But you don't do it on Shabbos. And only the only Gemara we're going to see tomorrow. It only you can't do it on Shabbos unless it's maybe specifically it affected Shabbos itself. You know, it's going to affect your Shabbos, your Cholent, or whatever your family uh, get together on Shabbos. If it doesn't affect Shabbos, you can't break it on Shabbos. How far is the Dharm, where the husband or the father breaks the netter, cancels his wife or his daughter's uh, uh, netter, respectively, um, is even on Shabbos. That's why he gives the case of here of Shabbos. Well, Shabbos, you can break it. To tell us that you can break it on Shabbos, whether it's about Shabbos or not. 
she might have been saying, I'm not going to the store. I'm never going to that. That store is forbidden to me to go into the rest of my life. She says that. And she's talking about going to the store during the week. The store is not open on Shabbos. Still, she can break the net or you can break the net on Shabbos. That's the Even though it doesn't affect Shabbos itself, you can break the net on Shabbos. That's the Kiddush why he talked about Shabbos. This is 25. Pardon? Uh-uh. So, well, technically it's 24, but we're Machmir because of Tosef and Shabbos and we're not sure. Okay. Why did you mention that 25 hours? Because you said, because before. Why Shabbos and not another? Oh, no, no, not because of that. Not because of that. But the, the fact that you mentioned the hours, we're going to get to that. I want to talk Doesn't about get, that. They slept, they slept, they slept. Doesn't get 24 hours? Good, good, good question. Good question. Good so. question. Excellent question. We're going to come to your question soon. Okay. But our Mishnah says, our Mishnah says that you only have that day. Why did they talk about Shabbos? They told me you could even break an adder on Shabbos, even though it doesn't affect Shabbos. You might have been saying, I'm never going to the club. That club is also to me. I go every Wednesday. I'm not going on Wednesday anymore. It doesn't affect Shabbos. Well, he can still break the net on Shabbos. And he makes a point of saying again, Shim In other words, why does he get, it's a very verbose, it seems to be very verbose. To tell you that even on once Shabbos is over, you never can break it. Even though the netter is only about Wednesday, he only has that day. He only has that day. Now, the sheet, the, what what Avram just mentioned, isn't it uh, ace lace? Don't you have twenty four hours? Because you mentioned you know twenty four hours. Don't you have that? So we're going to see it's a machlokus. Tanya, here's the machlokus in the Gemara. Tanya, afar sadon kalayom. Our the price of the Tanakam says like our Mishnah. That you only have that day, whatever that, however much time remains in that day. If you, she made the netter at night, then you have, uh, you know, almost 24 hours. If she made the netter in the middle of the day, you got uh, 12 hours, 10 hours, whatever. If she made the netter towards the end of the day, mincha, shalashu, this time, you've only got a very short time. That's all you have. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yudab, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, right? Uh, let's call him Rabbi Avram, Rabbi Shimon, because Avram said that cheat right? Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yudab, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon. These two rabbis disagree. Amru Me'eslais. No, you got 24 hours. You got 24 hours, just like, uh, you know, full 24 hours, you got 24 hours. My time in Tanakam. But what's the Tanakam's reasoning? Like our mission, you only have that day. Amru Kalpaska is beyond Shammah, the day that he heard it. You only have that day. You don't have the next day. If he made an error on Monday at noon, you don't have till Tuesday at noon, says the Tanakama. That's not beyond Shammah. But Abanamite, what's these two rabbis? What's their Sfara? The Chsivit says, Miyom Melyom. Right, if he waited, then he waited day to day. Well, Tanakama What does a Tanakama do with yom el yom? He says yom shamo means only that. What is yom yom? It's rachdi yom shamo. If we don't say yom shamo, have a mina. If I say yom shamo, I think you can only break it during the day. You can't break it at night. Maybe you can only break it during the day. Yom shamo only during the day. yom yom to tell me no. It means yom yom here like means that you have the full day, a full day meaning. From the end of the previous day, like Ron says, like from night before until the next night. That means to say you have the whole day, but not 24 hours. You only have what remains of that day. According to the rabbis, Rabbi Yosef Shimon, who say you have 24 hours, Haksid Biyom Shamo. What do they do with that word Biyom Shamo? Itzrach. That's what they need for. Iksid Miyom Yom. If we would only say Miyom Yom, Havi Amina Michad Bishaba, Lachad Bishaba. You might think yom 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 means I have from this day till the next following day. In other words, if she made an error on Sunday, maybe you have till the next Sunday. Yom yom, she made an error on a Sunday, so you have till the next similar day, next Sunday. Maybe he has, he has seven days to break it, right? Or gives an example, Sunday. It could be any day during the week. Lefer, 
So Yom Shomer, they only have one day. But one day means 24 hours because it says Miyom El Yom, right? So it says, if it only say Miyom El Yom Avamina, in other words, if we only say Miyom El Yom, meaning 24 hours, Aviamina, right? Michad Bishab El Chabshab, maybe it means that Yom El Yom to assimilate. Because around the Yom Shema, you only have one day. But still, you have one day, but you have a full 24 hours. So we have this Machlokas. Is it only that day or is it 24 hours? Omar Abshim, by the way, I also thought that Avram, when I was learning all along, we said Yom that day. Remember the 24 hours, right? Because we remember this stuff from last time around. That's why, right? Amr Abshimen Bapasi, Amr Bishuban Levi, Ain Aloha Kosa. So those two rabbis, that pair of rabbis, are Aloha is not like them that you have 24 hours, but rather you only have that day, however much time is remaining that day. And as we'll see on tomorrow's Dafim you even have, even on Shabbos, you can break whatever that day, because he only has that day. He may have five minutes if it's right before Shabbos is over. He may have five minutes. And whether the netter is regarding Shabbos or not, even if it's not Lutzar Shabbos, he could still break it, as opposed to, as we'll see, Atar Sadaram, that the rabbis don't sit. You're not matur netter for somebody that doesn't, if it doesn't affect Shabbos, you're not matur them on Shabbos. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Levi Sover Lemeved Hanitai. Levi thought to Paskin, like those two rabbis, that you could break it for 24 hours. So she made the netter on Sunday morning at nine o'clock. You have till Monday morning at nine o'clock. So Rav said, this is what my uncle, his uncle was Rabkhia. My uncle said, the Allah is not like those two rabbis, but the Allah is the only of that day. Now, the Gemara brings down two interesting stories to tell you, because he talked about Rav, Rav's uncle was Chia, Rabkhia, and he also named his son Chia. In honor of his uncle, he named his son Chia too. So he tells you, Chia Barav, would uh, break Nadarim, in other words, he had, well, Shadi Gira Ubadik. He would, while he was shooting arrows, he he, he checked somebody, somebody came for a Tarsadarim, even while he was shooting arrows, he did it. As if to say, the man says, he's trying to tell you this. We don't know, so how, are you, how is a rabbi Maternetter? Yes, listen, uh, had you known this and this and this, you could have anticipated that. Remember, we don't, we asking, you know, you're not, you don't break a netter, you don't uh, Maternetter based on a no letter and a new event that could not have been anticipated. He says, listen, had you known this and this was going to happen, did you realize this? I should have realized that. I didn't realize that. I didn't mean, I wouldn't have done it. Then you don't make an edit. But we said, there's a cool up that some say you just, you're, you're not to edit even by Harata. Do you regret what you did? Yes, I regret what I did. That's good enough. You're off. You don't have to go to jail. You know, you're off. You regret that. So he says also, Rabkhia Barab was matronetter very easily. While he was shooting arrows, he would be matronetter. He says, look, do you regret what you did? Okay, fine. You're out. You know, he didn't have to... In, in, investigated too deeply. Had you known this and this would have happened, would you have made the net or looking for all kinds of atar You know, just he was while he was busy shooting arrows, he did that. Another story, Rabba Barapuna, Yasavakam. He was standing and then he, he would sit and then he would stand up. In other words, he did it while he was busy, while he was shuffling papers or answering phone calls, you know, he was matronet as if to say, you know, you're you're a okay, you're out. Yeah, you're free. Okay, you're out. You're, you're all you have to do is regret it. To tell you uh, this idea. Why was it brought down here? Because Rav had mentioned his uncle Chia, so he mentions Chia by Rav. So that's how we come out. There is another Girsa here. Verbal. Verbal. You know, I guess being writing. They didn't write in those days. Most people were illiterate. They couldn't write anyway. But but yeah, it doesn't be writing. No, no. Uh, again, it has to be written. Again, what do you need written down? A Sefer Torah, Kina Yistira by Sota, the document, there are cases where it has to be written down, right? Sefer Torah has to be written down. 
but uh, again, has to be written down. But many things can be well, done orally. That, that what, what, doesn't have to be written down. Yeah, it doesn't be written down. Right, right, right. So two, a couple of things I want to say here. That one is that there's another gear that that some Rishonim had that when he said over here, Rishimban Pazi said, Rishimban Levi ain't halacha kol He said the halacha is like that zug. The halacha is like that zug. That what? That you really have 24 hours. Like Avraham wanted to say, you have 24 hours, and then. And then, and now that's on our side, that's not how the Ramans, most Risham don't live that way. But there is a shit saying, the Allah is like that. And then these stories make more sense. Because otherwise, what was the point of these stories? To tell me he was shooting arrows, he was getting up, he was busy on the phone. No, he was shooting an arrow because that's how he was able to tell when 24 hours was. How do you know? You say if 24 hours, did they have clocks sent time? They had a Longine, they had a Timex, Citizen, whatever watch you have, you know? Uh, I mean, how did, how did they know when 24 hours was? The answer is sundials, arrows, Sundial, and like that. He shot an arrow to say, Baraglav, Rabbavur, Yasvakam. Yasvakam, meaning he meant to look at his shadow. When my shadow is over there, I know the guy, you know, made it. When the shadow is over there, that's when that's when the time is up, the 24 hours, because he was looking for how to 24 hours. Where do we get 24 hours from? We know what a day is, right? Day is from sun, you know, from sundown till sundown, right? So on Shabbos, wh- why do we keep really 25 hours? Because Shkia is a suffolk when Shkia is. There's also a mitzvah de oraisa of Tosefet Shabbos. It's a mitzvah, it's a marichiyam, it's very big to add on to Shabbos before and after. So we start early, we keep it a little bit later. That's why. But really, a day is 24 hours. What if, but what is 24 hours? 24 hours is sundown to sundown, right? Or a sunrise to sunrise. That's 24 hours. But where did the 24 hours? Ron says over here, the Ron, take a look at the Ron, four lines into the widest lines. The Ron says when, uh, when in bringing down the Shita of those two rabbis who said, like Avram said, that it's not that day, but it's 24 hours, he says, the Ron of the fourth line says, 24 hours. And the Ron, four lines from the bottom, I just gave you four lines from the beginning of the widest lines. Four lines from the from the bottom of the page in the Ron, he also says, Eladitin Shir Arba the Esum shows 24 hours. 24 hours means a full day. It means a full day, right? We all know that it means a full day. But I'm just bringing up a different issue now. Okay, so we understand the Gemara now. We paskin, you only have that day. Not like the other sheet, the, the two rabbis, and some say that you have 24 hours. Really, on that day, as much time is left in the day. Tomorrow, we'll talk about on Shabbos and what about a Tarasantam. The Gemara is going to talk about that tomorrow. But just the concept, where did it, do you find 24 hours in Tanakh? Where, we know what a day is, right? A day is from sunrise to sunrise, sunrise, sundown, sun. Where'd you get the number 24 from? Even the six seconds when we, when we do the, uh, when we announce the Rosh Chodesh, you know, the timing, you say, they didn't have the seconds, they had Chalakim, they divided an hour into 1,024 Chalakim, whatever. But the concept of 24 hours came around, I think, around the time of the Mishnah. It was done by the Goyim, presumably, or it was, a, it was an accepted idea in the world but you find that the Rishonim all talk about it already, right? It's in, the, it's in you, I think you find it in the Gemara also 24 hours. You have in the Gemara already, time of the Mishnah, time of the Gemara, they already knew about the 24 hours. It's mentioned, certainly mentioned in the Rishonim. I don't know if, I don't remember where exactly it's mentioned. Maybe somebody will remember where it's mentioned in the Mishnah or, or the Gemara. But certainly Rishonim, Rashi, here, here the Ron mentions it, Rashi mentions 24 hours, but it's not something that's biblical. You know what I'm saying? It's not in scriptures that that uh, you have 24 hours. 
that they, it was probably, if you look on the internet, it says uh, Hipparachus or some Greek guy invented yeah. it, came up with the idea. It came around, around that time, probably other people, maybe, maybe the Egyptians came up with it. You know, there's a different idea, but in other words, it was accepted. We go with 24 hours because it's a good thing. And even when we count, for example, time you have three hours a day, four hours a day for Kriya Shmar, for Tila, what do we use? We use shows manios. We don't say 24 hours of 60 minutes each, right? We take the day, divide it into 12, right? Also the idea of 24 hours, 12, 12 hours a night, 12 hours during the day, divide it into 12. And then in the winter, the days are shorter. So each hour is shorter and then some of the days are longer. And I'm just saying that the concept of 24 hours, which everybody agrees, that's a day. However, you divide it up. So shorter days, you know, it, the, the Egyptians, the Egyptians or some guy in Egypt that came up with that number, but you see it was accepted because it doesn't contradict any halacha. We still say, you know, you still have a day, you have a night, you have a day. You have certain things, certain mitzvahs are done at night, certain mitzvahs are done during the day, right? And we divide the day there accordingly, you know, according to Michelle Osmanios. But the concept of 24 is not biblical. It came up, it decided by the, you know, came up with the guy in the, in the mission. And it was it was accepted as a, as a way of, of counting. I'm just bringing that up. All right, we'll pick up from here tomorrow. Mitzvah Shem from Tanah, some top Einstein. Have a good day, everybody.